What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number eight of the Weekly Gridiron. As always, we are your hosts, Adam, Dante, and a very happy Patriots fan, Luke. <laughs> and hopefully I will be a very happy Panthers fan tonight because it is Panthers game day, Thursday night football. <laughs> it's it's uh, the debut of the blackout helmet. I'm very excited yeah, for it. Let's go. That's so I'm also very excited to say we have a special guest coming on today, our friend by the name of Joe Sarab, who is a Saints fan. So we're going to start with the Saints and Steelers game. We're just going to give him a call real quick and get him on. Feeder Snapchat ringing. He is here. He is in. Yo, what's Say what's up? up. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you. Can you hear us? Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Sweet. Sweet. So for our first game to predict, we're going to start with the Saints and the Steelers. We got Joe here, who's a big Saints fan. So why don't you give us your analysis and your pick for the game? All right. So I don't know if you guys remember, Dante. I don't know if you remember, but last time Saints and Steelers played, it was a really good game. This was like 2018 in the Dome. I don't know if you remember that game. I do, I do. Antonio Brown was popping off against Lattimore. That was like Lattimore's good year. and Antonio Brown was kind of exposing him, then – Juju ended up fumbling and Lattimore actually picked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the game. Antonio Brown, like, afterwards, he started calling out Juju. I don't know if you remember that. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. Now, I don't think this game will be, like, as crazy as that one. But I will say, I think final score will be Saints 23, Steelers 14. Actually, Saints 24, Steelers 13. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying that because, you know, judge off what I've been seeing this season, I don't know why I should assume that's going to happen. But hey, we'll see. Steelers aren't looking that great themselves. But, of course, you know, everyone who plays the Saints, their injuries just get cleared up in time for the game. TJ yeah. Watt's supposed to be back, right, Dante? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. the big question is, is it going to be Andy Dalton again or are we going with Jameis Winston this week? Um, it's Andy Dalton, but I think the next time Andy Dalton has another bad game, and Jameis is coming back. Mm. All right, all right. Well, hey, Andy's played the Steelers plenty of times, so. Yeah, that's a good point, too. But also, I don't think we're going to have uh, – I don't think Lattimore's playing. But, I mean, I don't think it should be <laughs> that big of an issue. Yeah, true, yeah, true. Antonio Brown isn't playing either, so you should be good. Yeah, true. <laughs> I, I will say this, though. I honestly – I did think Kenny Pickett was the best quarterback coming out. So it's interesting to see how they play him. Mean, after, after seeing Willis, after yeah. seeing Willis, I think yeah. Kenny still is because Willis wasn't playing true. too well. True, true, very true. Yeah, yeah, not all, but the Saints' defense went from being top five last year to like top twenty-five. So you never know. I mean, anything can happen. And yeah, yeah, that's true. This, I will say this though: I have the Saints winning, but the key to the Steelers winning because you know I watch the Saints games. They're terrible at playing the blitz, and I don't know. Dante, are you guys are a blitz heavy team. I'm assuming so, right? Well, we're gonna be now since DJ's coming back. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you guys blitz us a lot, we're screwed because we are terrible at picking up the blitz. And I don't know if that's a quarterback thing or like the O line thing, just like communication. Like, but we're terrible against the blitz. So I'm scared for TJ Watt, but I think it, it'll, it'll still be a good one. And like I said, I have us 24 13. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Very good prediction. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on, man. We're Good happy up. to have you on. Make sure to tell your friends to tune in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. You know, of course. Get on. All right, man. Hey, we'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you for All having right. me. Yes, See you, sir. bro. See you. See you.
Good All morning. right, that Good was morning. Joe Sarab, fellow Saints fan. Happy to have him on. Yes, sir. But now let's get into our predictions for the game. And I feel like ours might be a little bit different than his. But I think it's still going to be a very close and exciting game. I'm going to have the Steelers get in this one, especially because TJ Watt's coming back. I think that's the exclamation point on it. I have the Steelers winning by a score of, well, I guess I'll predict a score because he did. I'll say 17-13. I think it's a low-scoring game. I think the Steelers get the win. Dante, we'll have you go next because you're the main Steelers fan here. So. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much agree with you 100%. It's going to be a very – I think it's going to be a boring game. I was actually predicting 16-13. to So I think 16-13 to Steelers are going to get the win, I believe, especially at home. I don't know, the Saints and Steelers have both been struggling offensively. Steelers more so, I think, but – he, he just informed me that Lattimore is not going to be playing. So that is yeah. huge. And, and, bro, George Pickens. We, I know we traded Claypool, but we still got Pickens. We still got Deontay. still got Steven Sims, a.k.a. AB 2.0. <laughs> you got a great deal for Claypool, too. It's the second rounder, dude, yeah. Like, and then the Bears' second rounder, too, which might yeah. be a top, what, 40 It could be, pick? like, say the Bears just fall the heck off and get, like, the number one pick. It could be like 32 or 33, dude. That's what I'm saying, dude. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, Steelers 16 to 13. Luke? Yeah, that's fair. I'm not really sure. Um, you know, I, I won't let it be a sweep against Joe. I'll, I'll go with the Saints as well. Okay. Are we okay. sure TJ Watt is back? They Pretty say, sure. They I say mean, he's going to be activated. He was activated off IR like a week and a half ago, and they're coming off a bye, so he should be back. He was activated off IR before the Steelers-Eagles mm-hmm. game. They just... Well, actually, I don't know if he was activated because they didn't do it in time, but, I mean, that was two weeks ago. He should, without a doubt, be back on Sunday. Well, you know what? Actually, I'm going to go with the Steelers. All right. I, I would like to be able to go with the Saints just so we split it down the middle, but i got to do what i got to do, and it's a smart choice with T.J. Watt coming back. Hey, definitely fair. All right, now let's go back to the top of the schedule. Let's start with Thursday night. We got the Carolina Panthers in the debut of the blackout helmet. Unfortunately, it's the only time we're wearing it this year. I wish we were wearing really? it more than once. Yeah. <laughs> their jersey schedule is weird. They wore their white away jersey for the first nine weeks of the season. Tonight's the first time they're wearing black all year. They're only wearing these baby blues one time. They've worn their away jerseys nine straight weeks? Nine straight weeks. Why? <laughs> I don't know. We think... They think they're like the Buccaneers or the Cowboys or something where they just wear white 24-7. I don't get it. But anyway. Yeah. <sighs> okay. My analysis for this. We looked terrible last week. Except for the second half, Baker looked pretty good. Now it's PJ starting again. And PJ looked bad last week. But if you remember, two weeks ago, a man by the name of PJ Walker played the Falcons in Atlanta. And although we lost in overtime... He looked really good, and he threw maybe what is the throw of the year to DJ Moore. If only DJ kept his helmet on, the game would be over, and if Eddie Pinheiro knew how to make his field goals. But do I think P.J. is going to have a bounce-back game? Heck yeah, I do. Heck yeah, I do. This might be one of the last times all year I can pick the Panthers without getting a controversial, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you picking them from anybody else? 
So I'm going to pick Carolina. I could see you guys laughing. I could see you guys disagreeing with me. No, no. Dude, I agree with you in this game. Okay. I was just thinking about, like, the Rams game. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. No, I agree with you here because... Yeah. The, that was quite the take. Hey. Yeah. Rams winning. But the, For what? What do you mean Rams winning? You picking the Rams at one time. It was a hot, hot take. It, it certainly was a hot take. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the Rams game last week. Yeah, the, no. that was okay. All right. Well, anyway... Keep pounding. Let's get the Thursday night dub. Give me the Panthers at home. We're winning in the blackout jerseys. Luke, give me your pick. Yeah, I think you'll end up splitting the season series like you usually do. So I'm going to take the Panthers too. They're going to, you know, you look good, play good. And uh, and those black jerseys, like you said, P.J. Walker needs a bounce back game. But if he doesn't, Baker Mayfield came in last week and it looked okay. Threw a really nice touchdown in my opinion. Very good pass. Yes, sir. So, you know, why not? Yeah, the Saints. Not the Saints. I'm not picking. Uh, the Falcons. They have a decent season going for them. But. They're still mid, unfortunately. Yeah. Mid is the right word to use. And I, I see a season split making perfect sense for these two teams. So give me the Panthers. Hey, I mean, that's been the fate of this team's matchups for I don't know how long. We even split in 2015 when we went 15-1 and one during the regular season. Atlanta, in Atlanta, was our only loss before the Super Bowl. But that was our only loss in the regular season was Atlanta. So it's destiny, these two split. They always do. And I don't know, maybe this is Carolina's final win of the year. I'd like to not think it is. But last year, our final win came in Week 10. So we'll have to see. Dante, give me your pick. Yeah, I'm still taking Carolina um, just because of the perennial slip season split between these two teams. Yeah. Blackout jerseys, they're going to they're going to come out, they're going to they're going to ball on these Falcons, dude. I'm not yeah. I'm not too confident in the Falcons at all. Mariota has not been horrible this year. Yeah, he, has he really hasn't. Bad. And I I like Marcus Mariota a lot. I really do. Oh, dude, me too. I wish he wasn't Atlanta's QB, but I like him a lot. Should he have been the number one overall pick over Jameis Winston? Probably uh, not. Could have been. He won hey, the Heisman. One of them is still the starter. One of them's not. Yeah, before um, That's true. Ohio State came in and handled business against the Heisman winner. <laughs> we remember that game very well. Cardell Jones, Ohio State, an XFL legend. What, uh, yeah, I was going to say, didn't he become like the, the D.C. Defenders quarterback? <laughs> hey, that, that's my XFL team. Don't be talking about dude. <laughs> dude, Defenders yeah, are fire. I'll, I'll join ship with you guys. I'll, the I'll take on the D.C. Because defenders why not? Maybe. That's why. So. I just like their colors. They were the closest yeah. team to us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, next game we got Munich, Germany is hosting Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Cool. Nice. This is going to be fun. Geno has had an incredible season so far. Yes. Proving the doubters wrong. They wrote him off, and he didn't write back. Am I saying it right? Is yep. that how it went? Okay. They wrote me off, I didn't write back. That's, that's what they said week <laughs> one. That's yeah, been the key with right. Geno all year. And you know what? What are the Seahawks right now? Six and three? Let me see. Correct? Yes, sir. I am writing in a Seahawks seven and three record. Will Gino write back to me and deliver? I'm picking the Seahawks in this game. Hmm. This is actually a tough one. This is honestly a tough game to pick. It can go either way, I know. I don't think the Seahawks are going to roll to victory or anything. I think it'll be close. I mean, these London games, or this isn't even London. These international games, 
you, you never know what happens. Remember the the Giants at the time weren't even favored against Green mm-hmm. Bay, and they destroyed the Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers here. All right, uh, I just have a better feeling with them. I'm more confident in them. Not that I say I don't believe in the Seahawks. I'm just more confident in the Bucks. Brady looked great in that game-winning drive last week. I'm going with the Bucks. Hey, I mean, it's never a bad thing to bet with Brady when he's playing, um, what's the Seahawks coach's name? Pete Carroll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's had his way with Pete Carroll. He's had his way with the Seahawks. So, And I believe if they win, they will be 500 at 5-5. Five five. So that would be good for Tampa Bay. But, Luke, now is the question, who are you picking? Well, last week – I bet against Tom Brady. I picked the Rams, and he showed me why that I should never bet against Tom Brady. He's one of my favorite players of all time. I don't know why I still make that mistake sometimes. So I'm not going to make it again. Uh, give me the Buccaneers. I think that as I've seen a couple of videos this week, uh, clips of other podcasts, talking about the Buccaneers' potential road to the playoffs and road through the playoffs. It, <clears throat> it's very possible that Tom Brady faces the likes of like Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, and Jimmy Garoppolo as his 1-2-3 in the playoffs. So I think he's going to want to establish some dominance here and beat the Seahawks. I think that the Buccaneers have a better defense as long as they can stay healthy for the most part. Mike Evans is questionable, but he, had, he also hasn't been great the past couple weeks. So we'll see how uh, Chris Godwin can hold down the fourth this week. He also might play, I don't know. But... Tom Brady led a good game-winning drive last last week, like it was vintage Tom Brady, and Geno Smith has been good. I'm not saying it's gonna be a, I'm not saying it's gonna be a blowout or anything. It's, I think it'll be a good game, but give me Tampa Bay. All right, okay. So I'm the only one betting against TB12 this week, and I'll take the L if I do. Anyways, next game we got an NFC North battle, and two teams that have I don't know been surprising in a way this year, the Bears. I've looked great as of late. Justin Fields is balling out. Even though they've lost a few games, they've been close in all of them. They're taking on a Lions team this week who maybe we thought would have been a little bit better. Jared Goff was off to a really hot start. He's kind of cooled down, although the Lions are coming off a really nice win. I will give them that. But, I mean, yeah, surprising on each end. And I think Justin Fields, my boy, is going to keep the hot streak going. I have the Bears getting the narrow win in this one over the Lions at home. I'm going Lions here. I liked how they played against Green Bay last week. It worked last week. It worked for you last week. I know. I mean, give it up for that pick, man. I mean, that was was a cold-blooded take. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Double you take. No, but I'm going with the Lions again here. Um, However, the Bears aren't playing better football than the Packers have been. Once again, hot take. Probably Yeah, not. No, I mean, that's fair. Hot no, it is, it is fair. Yeah. Um, nobody besides the Vikings and the NFC North are really playing good football right now. Yeah. However, I am going with the Lions here since they are – I'm just more confident in them and their defense because the Lions have been putting up a ton of points this year. They just can't hold leads. And I think this, uh, this Bears team is the perfect opportunity for that defense to ball out. Yeah, give me the Bears, too. Why not? Let's ride the hot hands. Justin Fields is playing well. It's fun to watch, so give me the Bears. Is Justin Fields the best QB from the 2021 class, league? Ask me again at the end of the year. <laughs> all right, all right. That's fair. Our next game is the Browns heading to Miami, Hard Rock Stadium, to take on the Dolphins. 
As I've said in the past, when Tua is under center, this Dolphins offense looks like one of the best in the league. They've been balling out this season. Tyree Kill is playing like the best wide receiver in football. He's my offensive player of the year pick as of now. Jalen Waddle is an amazing compliment to Tyree Kill. He's been doing well. They still got Mike Goat Sicky as their tight end. Penn State. They got Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson back in Mike McDaniel's offense now. While Cleveland, I mean, what did they do last week? They're, they're coming off a bye. Their previous yeah, game was a win on Monday night against the Bengals, which I didn't see coming. But they've been kind of up and down this season. I mean, that's what you expect with Jacoby Brissett as your QB. It'll be interesting to see how they do once Deshaun does come back. But for right now, I'm going to take the Dolphins. In my opinion, they're just a better team all around. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with them. Dolphins. Yeah. Screw the Browns. Go Dolphins. <laughs> Dante doesn't need to elaborate any further. No, sir. Yeah, Dolphins, unfortunately. Um, as a Patriots fan, we're playing really well, but our division is just so good. So it's going to be hard for anybody to make any lateral movement in our, in our division. But the Dolphins, I believe they improved to first if they win and the Bills lose. Or if anybody loses. If anybody loses, there's going to be a lot of turnover in our division. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Dolphins will. Any given Sunday, the Browns got that impressive win against the Bengals just two weeks ago. Was that two or three weeks ago? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I think it was two, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, don't make me turn into a two hater real quick saying that <laughs> when he's under center, their offense looks good. It just looks good always. They have Tyree Kill. Anyone, you can throw me under there. It's going to look decent. Uh, no, they're playing well. Tua's doing well. Um, so give me the Dolphins. All right. Wait, Luke, okay. I have a quick question. Who do you hate more, the Dolphins or the Bills? The, or the Jets? No, <laughs> the Dolphins. Really? Wow. I think yeah. you hated the Bills more. That change? Well, I, it's we're more on the same playing field as the Dolphins right now. I do hate the Bills, but I just kind of accept them for what they are right now. I I will I hold in my heart that we're better than the Dolphins. I don't have to say that we're better than the Bills because I know we're not. Also, I, I I love the Jets. I don't hate the Jets. I love them. They give us like two free, they give us two free wins over here. <laughs> so I love them. That's fair. That's hey, fair. I mean I mean right now when it uh when it comes to baseball, I might hate the Astros more than Mets right now. They just took out my team in the World Series. <laughs> hey, it happens. Even though I, I think the Mets are incredibly mid, so that's just my opinion. But anyway, next game, Broncos Country is riding into Nashville to Nissan Stadium. They're taking on the Tennessee Titans. And I think things are starting to get a little more serious in Denver. I saw their last press conference. Russell Wilson did not end it with a Broncos country let's ride. Oh, no. So I think things are starting to get some little bit more serious. I don't know. Maybe he's working out on the plane ride over there again. We'll see. Um, either way, I have the Titans winning. I'm pretty sure. Will Tannehill be back for this game? I'm pretty sure he might. But um, Derrick Henry has been one of the best running backs in football this year. Their defense had a good game against Tennessee last week, even though they kind of collapsed in the end. I think they rebound and they get a much-deserved win over the Broncos. I mean, Denver is an all right team, but Tennessee I just think is better. So give me the Titans. Tighten up. I agree 100%. Give me the Titans here. I have no confidence in the Broncos whatsoever. None. None. (laughs) Give me the Titans. Yeah, I don't have any confidence in the Broncos either. And the Titans just took the Chiefs to overtime behind Malik Willis. I don't know, is Ryan Tannehill going to be back? I'm not sure. Is he even going to be played if he's back? Questions up in the air, but whoever it is, 
they can't do much worse than Russell Wilson next week. I didn't even think Malik looked that bad on Sunday Night Football. I know some people disagreed, but... Uh, didn't he throw for like a total of like 60 yards? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. but then again, when you have Derrick Henry, how much do you really need to be throwing? Especially when you're a rookie. Uh, yeah. I guess, Not a lot, but... but it's 60 that's yards, true. bro, that's like... Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, he's he's learning. He's he's holding his own. 80 yards, and he was 5 for 16. Okay, like, well... Mm. I'm, Derek, I'm still a big Malik believer. But Derrick Henry had 17 carries for 115. That's my point. With two touchdowns. That's my so, point, exactly. So, that's fair, I guess. Yeah, with that being said, uh, give me the Titans, but I can see this one going either way, actually. I feel like there's definitely scenarios that the Broncos can take advantage of when. All right. Hmm. Well, moving on to what could be our game of the week. We have the Vikings and the Bills. We are blessed with this matchup. Great game. This might be the game of the year. Yeah, it's out there for sure. It's top five. Possibly the best offense in the NFC right now against maybe the best offense in the AFC? They're definitely top three for each conference. And that Bills offense is coming off a tough loss. You know they're going to be angry and they're going to be ready to fight. And the Vikings, I mean, Kirk Cousins has been balling this year. They got Dalvin Cook. They got... Justin Jefferson and Thielen, and they just added TJ Hawkinson to that offense. Just when you thought things couldn't get any better in Minnesota, it got better. That being said, who am I going to pick? Like I said, I feel like the Bills are angry from last week. They're looking to rebound. They're at home. I'm going to take the Bills. I think it could be a really close game, though, but I'm going to take the Bills. They're going to rebound this week. Bills Mafia. Um, Luke, I mean, Adam, as you know, we do have that. Show that we do for our radio class. Yeah. And I picked We the, do a little something on the side. And I picked the Bills. Are you changing it up? I'm changing it up. All right. For the sole reason of Josh Allen having a minor elbow sprain last oh, week. Oh, that's true. That's, that's, I was really on the fence, but that small little injury could set him back a little bit against a team that you really can't have any setbacks against. So I'm taking the Vikings, going into Buffalo and getting the win close. I'm taking 24-21 Vikings to get the win. You know what? You going to switch? I'm going to change my pick. There you go. You persuaded me. I forgot about that Josh Allen injury. No matter if he plays or not, that could be a factor. So we good? Yep, we're good. Yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm going to switch. Um, But then again, I still believe it could be a very close game, and I'm not surprised if the Bills come out on top here. But... I'm going to t- change to the Vikings. So instead of Bills Mafia, I will say Skull. Luke, you're up. Go ahead. Wow. I hate this. You guys are really going to make a Patriots fan be the only person who picks the Bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but give me the Bills. Maybe Josh Allen is a little uh, banged up, but that puts him at about an even playing field as Kirk Cousins. That's, that is fair. So That is actually fair. Um, and the one advantage he still has is if he – if he doesn't find a read he likes, he can take off and run with it and truck a couple defenders and pick up any first down for the most part. That's just Josh Allen. Yeah. So give me the Bills, even though I don't like it. I think that the Vikings have had some not lucky wins, and I know they're a very good team, but they've had a couple wins where, like, the competition just hasn't been enough to challenge them. Like, you're pulling up some of these games. Yeah, like the Saints weren't weren't great. They lost to the Eagles. They got smacked. But that's that's the other thing. Like they got smacked by the Eagles. And that's their only loss. The Eagles. Right? Yeah. Their only loss. Yeah. Beat the Packers. 
No, they lost to the oh that was uh preseason they lost to the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Bills. That's fair. Alright, alright. Maybe I should have stuck with the Bills. I don't know. I'm setting it to so. No, bro, I'm rolling with the Vikings. That's really <sighs> Now I'm just conflicted. pick the Vikings. Now I'm conflicted. All right, Luke says just pick the Vikings. I'm going to pick the Vikings. That's fine. Uh, Texans and Giants in New York. I'm not going to waste any time. I don't like anything about Houston right now. I am still stung from that World Series loss. Give me the Giants. They're going to roll against the Texans. They might even shut them out. I don't like anything about Houston right now. Give me the G-Men. Daniel Jones, Saquon, have yourself a day. Embarrass this Texans defense, please. I don't like anything about Houston right now. I'm sorry. Luke, go on. All right. Jesus, Adam. Hang out a little <laughs> anger there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick the Giants as well. I saw Derek Stingley has actually been much better than I thought he was. Um, Those are really good cornerback classes here. But that's not going to be enough to stop the Giants. I mean, uh, Daniel Jones might not pass for a lot in this game, but Saquon will run. I was going to say, he's still defense. got Saquon, so... He's going to run all over all over the defense. And I think the Giants also probably have a better defense at this point in time. And I like their coach a lot. So give me the Giants. Yeah, I'm going with the Giants too. Um, yeah, I have no confidence in the Texans at all. And I think the uh, I think the Giants, did they? Aren't they coming off their bye week, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah, so right. I'm going with the Giants here. They're well-rested. They're at home against a horrible team. Dante speaks facts. I have absolutely no confidence in the uh, Texans either. Yeah, none. And I have no love for the city of Houston right now. Sorry, <laughs> but um, except for Travis Scott, <laughs> Jeremy Pena is mid, and let's move on to running. Let's see, Don Tolliver's dropping out soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <come on>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Next game is the Jaguars and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are huge favorites in this one. Um, Trevor Lawrence. I feel like the hype's died down a little bit. He's uh, coming down back to earth a little bit in recent games. I still like Doug Peterson as our coach. If only Calvin Ridley was active this season, their recent acquisition could make a difference, but he decided to bet on literally the most mid-team in the NFC South. I have no idea why. And now he plays for the team he bet against. So, interesting. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is playing like the MVP of football right now. He is my MVP pick at this moment in time. And he's proving he doesn't need Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, then, again, is also proving he doesn't need Pat. But I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going My bad. Um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, too. Um, yeah, I really know. I don't think I need to elaborate too much here. I mean, it's yeah, the Chiefs. You don't need to elaborate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Chiefs, for sure. I'm not going to elaborate either. We can just move on. It's going to be the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Um, you picked the Chiefs, Luke? Yes. Okay. Can you still hear me? Because I took my headphones off. I don't know. It was just yeah. a little yeah, loud. Yeah, Okay, yeah. All right. Tanks and Steelers, we already picked, so we can skip over that. Uh, thanks again to Joseph Rob for guest picking the Saints today. Happy to have you on. Uh, Colts and Raiders is our next one. The Colts are coming off a firing of Frank Reich. They just fired their head coach this past week. I'm not sure about that. but I mean, I know they had to fire him, but Jeff Saturday... Yeah, they're, they're rocking with an interesting approach. They're bringing back a former, I believe, offensive lineman who was a Super Bowl champion with them, went to six Pro Bowls. He has never coached in the college football world or the NFL world in his entire life. In fact, I'm pretty sure he wasn't the best high school football coach either. But, I mean, 
Indy has nothing to lose right now. I like the fact that they're having fun with it in a pretty lost season. So they're going to give Jeff Saturday a chance. Although I am going to pick the Raiders in this one. I don't think Sam Ellinger has played that well so far since he has taken over as the Colts QB1. Um, the Raiders are salty from a loss to Jacksonville last week, which they blew another 17-0 lead. they got to stop doing that. I love Derek Carr. I think Devontae Adams will have another great game. He had a great game last week, even though they didn't win. But, I mean, the Colts are just a mess all around right now. Even though the Raiders are a mess and McDaniels is not the answer there, clearly, I think, I think they rebound, and this is the perfect chance to rebound. So give me the Raiders. Is anybody going to be watching this game? <laughs> like at all? Except for Raiders and Colts fans, I don't think so. Yeah, like, dude, this is going to be a really boring game. I mean, I love Devontae Adams. He's one of my favorite players in the league. But, dude, I'm not watching this game. Like, I'm not going out of my way to check the score of this game. I don't care. I'm not even going to go on Stream East to watch it. No. Shout out to the <laughs> the best streaming site out there. Especially since Yeah, especially since Velokit kind of shut down. That was the best one. But Stream East has taken over. And, thankfully, when the Panthers aren't on national TV or on TV anywhere that I could watch, they got me covered. I could still tune into Panther games. So, shout out to them. But, yeah, anyway, Dante, go on. You were going to pick the Raiders, right? Yeah, I'm picking the Raiders. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, give me the Raiders as well. Although, for the sake of my fantasy team, please, Lord, wake up Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I was going to say, Jonathan Taylor in previous weeks has not played. I believe there is a good chance he plays this week because he's back at practice. So, hopefully for Luke's sake, we have JT in there uh, this weekend. But I think we're all still picking the Raiders. Yeah, I, the past couple weeks, I've, for some reason, found it appropriate to trade for Jonathan Taylor in two of my leagues. He needs to come through for me, or else that's going to end up being a really bad decision. But come on, I mean, for the price I got him for twice, I, I needed to do it. So let's hope he can finally wake up. Top pick in fantasy this year, too. I mean, he's got to wake up. Anyway, next game is a divisional battle. It is at SoFi Stadium. The Cardinals and the Rams, these two have already played once this year. The Rams won. It was at State Farm Stadium, I want to say it's called. Yep, that's it. In Arizona. And the Rams, I believe, got a close win. They're hosting the Cardinals this time around. And you know what everybody says with the Rams never having home field advantage in their games? Fans just taking over that stadium. A certain person on L.A., is in concussion protocol right now. Might not play. Again, Kyler might not play either. But this is calling for my upset of the week. They're not looking too great right now. But the Cardinals are going to make the Rams 3-6 and six after this game. <laughs> Give me the Redbirds. I'm going Rams here. Um, who's in concussion protocol? Who are you talking about? Stafford. Stafford. Who's their backup quarterback? John Wolford. Oh, boy. So, we have the So quickly. We have the potential to see Colt McCoy versus John Wolford this weekend. That could be interesting. I'd take why, Colt why McCoy's matchup. Apparently, Kyler's there's something going on with him. I don't know what it well, is, but I've seen everywhere that. It must be Call of Duty Double XP weekend. <laughs> 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 Maybe this is a game where Cliff Kingsbury could save his job a little bit. We'll see. No, I don't know Who are you picking, Luke? If I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but if Matthew Stafford plays, give me the Rams. If he doesn't, give me the Cardinals. And officially, give me the Cardinals. 
if we don't know by the time I need to post this. By the time I need to post our picks. Alright. I just got some breaking news, boys. What? Per Ian Rappaport, Raiders plays tight end Darren Waller on the IR. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Because of a hamstring injury. That's yeah. no good. The only option for his hamstring to fully heal, sources say, are frustrating circumstance for all parties. Ouch. Poor Raiders fans. Yikes. And I've just broken the news in our group chat with Josh Knapp and all the boys, so <laughs> Josh can't ratio me with that text today. So. All right. Second to last game, Sunday Night Football. It's a West Coast battle at Levi Stadium. The Chargers and the 49ers. The Chargers, every year, they go into the season on paper looking like one of the best teams in the league, and they underperform. Although this year, I will give them some benefit of the doubt because they are down so many people right now with injuries. Rashawn Slater's out for the year. I'm pretty sure Joey Bosa is still hurt. J.C. Jackson's out for the year. I don't know who else, but a lot of people. A ton of people. Is, is Keenan Allen even played? I haven't heard his name all season. Mike Williams, I haven't heard from him in a while. Austin Eckler, though, I hear his name every week. He's the top fantasy running back right now. But will Justin Herbert take down Jimmy G, CMC, Debo, Nick Bosa, that Niners defense? I don't think so. I'm taking the Niners at home. I'm going to go with the Chargers here. And, Adam, I think you accidentally skipped over a game. Did I? Yeah, you missed Damn. the uh, Cowboys and the Packers. Oh, I didn't write that one down. So we'll All go right. to that next. We'll go back to that. Sorry. I, You're good, bro. I just I, wanted to let you know. I have – what I do every week is I have the pick em here with all the games and the schedule. You just must have missed that one. Huh? I must have not written that down. It's all good. Just... That is my bad completely, but we will go back to that after Sunday Night Football. Yeah, right. We've jumped around this week. We started with the Steelers yeah, and the yeah, Saints. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. But, yeah, I'm going with the, with the uh, Chargers here. I'm just a little more confident in them. Uh, I'm not confident in Jimmy G at all, even though the Raiders, I mean, the 49ers defense is pretty good. I just like the Chargers a lot more in this game. Dante, thank you again for pointing that out because yeah. I felt like myself I was missing something. Yeah, for sure. So. All right. Luke, go I'm, ahead and make your son in. I'm going to go with the 49ers. I think they're a better overall team. They're surprisingly, because they never are compared to anybody, <laughs> a healthier team right now, I think. Um, Elijah, T- Elijah Mitchell is almost there, he's almost completely healthy. Yeah, and that's going to be crazy because they have him and CMC now. What are they going to do? I have no idea what kind of role he's going to have, but he's too talented to have a small role. they use him both somehow? CMC is also a very great receiver, so maybe they use CMC more in the receiving end and they use Mitchell in the backfield 100%. I mean, we see it work kind of with – Kyle Shanahan's – sorry to interrupt you again. Kyle Shanahan is a wizard when it comes to offenses, so – he can mix and match anything, and it usually works. So I'm I'm really excited to see what's gonna what he's gonna do. I mean, the 49ers are one of my favorite teams right now because they got my boy CMC. So anyway, Luke, go on. Sorry to interrupt you there. No, it's fine. Um, Justin Herbert hasn't been the second coming of Jesus this year, like everyone always says he's gonna be. And Jimmy G has been fine, and that team just has a formula to win with Jimmy G. So I think that that formula is gonna work again. This weekend, so give me the 49ers. All right, Dante, you picked the Chargers, right? I did, yes. Okay. All right, now on to the game that I missed. Thank you again, Dante, for yes, calling sir. me out on that. No worries. And I can't wait to talk about this because I, I just want to slander the heck out of one side of this matchup, and you know who I'm going to choose. It's the Cowboys and the Packers at Lambeau Field. And my God, right now, Aaron Rodgers is looking terrible. Yeah. One of the top Bears fans on TikTok, Connor Burns, has a saying 
that Green Bay sucks. And right now, Green Bay sucks. He's right. Yeah, Green Bay is horrible. They are looking bad. They are down bad. They are. My goodness. And I'm not going to waste any time. They're going to be three and seven after this week. And where do you go from there? I believe, right? You go back home and. Are they more ayahuasca? (laughs) Are they three and six right now? And and FaceTime Joe Rogan. Yes, they are three and six. Wow. They, you know, and I've I've said the example that Patrick Mahomes doesn't miss Tyreek Hill. That team misses Devontae Adams in a big way right now. And I saw they just picked up what's his name, Jonathan Abram from the Raiders, a defensive player that just got released, former 2019 first round pick. Fun fact. All of the Raiders' first-round picks from 2019 to 2021 are no longer on the team, by the way. Oh, my God. Um, I'm just going off today. Anyway, yeah, um, I saw one of the comments on that said, this is not the receiver that Rodgers wants, and that's facts. The only way Green Bay can save their season right now is by signing Odell Beckham, and it's not looking like they're going to do that. No, I don't think so. Packers might be a lost cause. Give me the Cowboys. Their defense, which is the top of the league right now, is going to eat on the road. Michael Parsons is going to have himself a game. The Packers are going to be three and seven. Now, I think as NFL fans, whenever the Packers struggle, we just we just figure they're going to figure it out and just make the playoffs and make the NFC Championship. And from what we've seen, go and no lose, further than they that. always do in the NFC Championship. Yeah, but I just feel like they're not going to figure it out. It's they're just really. Making me lose hope in this team, and it's really making me feel a lot better about the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, true. Things are not looking great in no. Green Bay right now. It's and like you said, usually they do figure it out and they do go to the playoffs. Right now, we just expect them to. That's not looking the like they're going to. I mean, I like uh, what's his name, Matt Lafleur, right? That's their head coach. Yeah. Yeah, and I like. And no, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I like Aaron Jones. Letting go of Devontae Adams is just a really big mistake. Yes. And it's, it's really biting them. Don't be worried about picking the Cowboys because after this game, Aaron Rodgers can just, like Luke said, in a different way, go home and just talk to Pat McAfee and just rant the heck out <laughs> of his life. So don't be worried about it. Because Aaron Rodgers, he always blames anybody else that he can for losing. Yeah, so. yeah. It's never Aaron's fault. And the Cowboys are good. Like, That's my dad's best. But the Cowboys shouldn't have put Michael Parsons in the blitz. <laughs> it was their fault that we lost. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cowboys, Cowboys you're picking? Sure. <laughs> Remember when people wrote off the Cowboys this year? A lot of people I saw said they weren't going to be that good, including me. I kind of wrote them off a little bit. I regret that. They've looked really good lately. Anyway, Luke, let's not waste any more time. Who are you picking? Cowboys in four, baby. <laughs> Sweet. I'm just kidding. Yeah, Cowboys. Stephen A. Smith is not going to have anything to say after this weekend, unfortunately. Oh, he can, no, he can make fun of Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. That's I'm true. pretty sure he can, yeah, anybody he'll, can do that. He'll say, you somehow lost to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> the worst franchise <laughs> yeah. in football. He'll you lost that. to them. Everybody know I love my Pittsburgh Steelers. Everybody know I love my Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> I hate the Cowboys, and you lost to the Cowboys. You have my full attention on first take this morning. <laughs> All right. Moving on to our Monday Night Football game, the Commanders at the Eagles. <laughs> uh, the Commanders at the Eagles. Last time this game happened, I believe Luke was the only one to pick Philly. Um, yeah, the how Eagle- did that happen? How did you guys let me get away we, with that? It was like week two or three, and Dante and I were big Commanders believers back then. Dante still might be. But... Um, they have looked better as a late, though. Anyway, 
Um, Taking my B-roll. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Actually, I don't anyway, have B-roll. I don't, <laughs> I don't have B-roll. I need to download that. Ah, come on. Anyway. Uh, Is it too late? The Eagles, no. the Eagles are undefeated. The, Cow- the Commanders, not the Cowboys, are looking better. The Eagles also have the highest betting spread this weekend at minus 11. They're 11-point favorites. I think they're going to – I'm going to ride that minus 11 if I were betting. So, fly, Eagles, fly. Give me the Eagles at home. Philly Sports is looking like they're on top of the world right now. Their baseball team was just in the World Series. I really wish they won. Their MLS team just lost nearly in the MLS Cup Final. Hockey team isn't playing too bad. The Sixers are the Sixers. The Eagles are going to remain undefeated. Fly Eagles fly to another win. They'll be nine and zero. Yeah, I nine, say. And nine and zero. Wow. And as you guys know, I'm I'm really riding with the Commanders a lot this year, but this game is going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> Give me the Eagles, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just a shame that the Commanders have to get smacked this hard on Monday Night Football. This game shouldn't be Monday Night Football. To be totally fair. We should have the Chargers and 49ers this Monday night, and the Vikings and Bills should be Sunday night. That's what I think. Agreed. Or flip-flops, like whichever way. I don't care. Yeah. But, but then again, maybe they're saving Kirk Cousins because he's not good in prime time. Who knows? Luke, <laughs> are you going to pick the Eagles in this matchup again? Yes, I'm going to pick the Eagles. All right. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> Although, I think the Commanders do look better with Taylor Heineke. Yeah, they are looking better lately. But they certainly have a ceiling, and beating the Eagles is above that so give me the Eagles. Yeah, fair. All right. Um, Luke has a stardom set him this week. You want to go over that for us? Yeah. I didn't have one last week, so I have nothing to review. But here's your stardom set him for this week. For your quarterbacks, let's ride the hot hand. Do it. Start Justin Fields. The Detroit defense gives up big points to QBs. And it would be a huge divisional win, so you know he's going to be going dry hard. Uh, sit, even though we all picked this guy to win, sit Dak, sit Dak Prescott because the Green Bay defense is, in fantasy at least, tough on quarterbacks. And he hasn't shown anything, even if he was playing a good defense, that would tell me to start him. So I'm assuming most of you would have a better other starter anyways. And waiver wire pickup is the same guy I said before. Yes, I can do that. Uh, Justin Fields. It's still not too late. He's still only rostered in 86.1% of leagues, and the average is 18.3, which is only going up. For running backs, this is more for myself. I'm, I have to reassure myself that it's the right decision. Please start Jonathan Taylor. Dear God, I hope. He literally he needs to wake up. He needs to open the door and step out of the coffin and do something worth note. Uh, Vegas gives up good points to running backs, and a good week is coming. I don't know when it's going to be. But until it does come, I'm going to continue to tell you to start him. A good week has to be coming. But not so much for this guy. I'm going to say sit James Conner. He is playing a tough running defense. And I think that Arizona may end up behind this game. And if they do, they're going to be passing a lot. Especially with DeAndre Hopkins back. Sit James Conner. Waiver wire pickup is Jeff Wilson Jr., who is seeing an increased load with Miami. He's averaging 72.9% of leagues, and he or he's rostered in that, and he averages 10 points. Uh, start Amari Cooper. Miami lets up good fantasy points to wide receivers. I also contemplated saying start Donovan Peoples-Jones this week. So if you have either, they might be a good bet. Um, Cleveland will probably be passing as well because they'll probably be, be playing from behind. Sit Michael Pittman Jr. 
not the best matchup this week for him. And plus, especially with a brand new head coach and Sam, Sam Ellinger, I just don't, there's no reason to trust the Colts passing offense this week. Uh, waiver wire pickup is Darnell Mooney, who's rostered in 77.3% of leagues and averages 8.8. Um, tight ends start Tyra Higby against Arizona because Arizona, plain and simple, is the worst defense against tight ends in fantasy. And on the other end of the spectrum, the Saints are the number one defense against tight ends in fantasy. So I'm sorry, Dante, but sit Pat Fryermuth. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I love Muth, but and he is my starting tight end this week. <laughs> he, but, he actually is in one of my leagues too. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? Pat's pretty hit and miss. Actually, not. Pat's more hit, but we'll see. Yeah, I I just don't really love him against this defense, and I maybe I'm, I am actually going against my own advice and starting him this week, but that's because it's in my 12-man and nobody better is available. Uh, but if you're not in a 12-man, this guy, Hayden Hurst, may be available. So off your waiver wire, pick him up. He's rostered in 51.8% of leagues and averages 8.9, although I will mention he is on a bye this week. All the more reason to pick him up before somebody else realizes he's available next week when they do play. And that's it for your stardom set him for week 10. Week 10. Week 10. Week 10, baby. And I have an update from the NFL for you boys. What is it? This could ride into a prediction. Ride? Broncos? It's not about the Broncos. Bills QB Josh Allen was not practicing on Thursday during oh. the media viewing portion oh. of practice. That, that's a Sunday game, right? It is a Sunday game. Sticking with my pick. I don't care. That's fair. That's fair. I, don't, I feel did, did we say it was a little bit better. Thing? I think. Yeah. I think he can just be a running back. That's I hope fine. Josh Allen is like healthy. <laughs> <laughs> like Justin Fields. I hope Allen is healthy, but I feel a little bit better about picking the Vikings now that I saw that. Who's so. their backup? Uh, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> it's Case Keenum. Oh, my Lord. That's something. Hey, Case Keenum played for the Vikings. Maybe he knows how to beat them. Buffalo Miracle, question mark. Stephon Diggs, part two. Yeah, okay. All right, Dante, do you have a good bet and ugly or not? Yeah, I'll run through it. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. All right, good. Jay Jettis. Good. Stephon Diggs. Both from that game. Hot takes over here. <laughs> Rip? Yeah, I know. And good. I'm sorry, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Bad. I'm going with Jacoby Brissett against the Dolphins. Fair. Yeah. I'm yeah. going with... Hmm, this is tough, man. Bad. I'm going to go... <laughs> sure, I'm picking just obvious picks. Trevor Lawrence against the Chiefs. <laughs> and then Sam yeah. Elliott against the Raiders. And ugly, yeah, ugly, fair. Kenny Pickett... <laughs> For sure. Oh, man. Ugly. Um, Ryan Tannehill, of course. And then uh, Jared Goff. <laughs> That's my good, bad, and ugly for this week. All right. Well, all I right. like it. I like it. Okay. It's all pretty um, fair. Let me just give you the fantasy leaders for this week, and then we can run through the game quickly. It just happened last week. So fantasy leaders from this past week. As you know, I always do top 15 with an honorable mention at the end for – I got to credit at least one person that just didn't make the cut, but still had a great performance. And the lowest score on this list this week is 22, and the highest is 55.1. So here we go. Honorable mention, 22 points versus the Dolphins. Cole Komet finally woke up as their tight end. I think a lot of people have been waiting for that. Number 15, I will say there are no ties this week either, so it's just 16 people. Number 15 with 23.5 against the Chiefs in a loss on Sunday Night Football. Derrick Henry, as I said, he's been going off this year. Number 14 with 24 in a win when Philly finally took down Houston. Thank the Lord. It's Dallas Goddard, one of the better tight ends in the league now. 
Uh, number 13 with 24.08. Tua against the Bears in a very narrow win on the road. In another very narrow win on the road, Austin Eckler had 24.1 against the Falcons. He slotted in at number 12. At number 11, he may be hurt right now and he may be coming off a loss, but Josh Allen still had 24.8 against the Jets. I think that's worth noting. Still top 11 in fantasy scoring. Number 10, maybe this is a surprise, 24.9 on the road and a Monday night win for Kenyon Drake of the Ravens. Not Gus Edwards, not J.K. Dobbins because he's on IR, but Kenyon Drake. Interesting. Number 9 with 25.5, Justin Jefferson and a road win against the Commanders. Number 8 in the comeback home win, 26.6 for Travis Etienne. He's been balling out lately. He had that against the Raiders. Maybe that uh, James Robinson trade helped him finally become the RB1 in that organization. Who knows? Number 7, 26.8, and a very narrow loss because Tom Brady is him. Cooper Cup had 26.8 in that game for the Rams. Uh, Number 6, in a win, 27.3 for Tyreek Hill. Another guy who's starting to become the RB1 of their um, organization and maybe looking like the offensive rookie of the year right now. 27.9. For Kenneth Walker in a road win against the Cardinals. Good stuff for Seattle there. Number four, 36.14 and a home Sunday night win for Patrick Mahomes. Looking like my MVP right now, as I said best. Now for our top three, 36.6 for Devontae Adams in a road loss. Unfortunate they lost that game, but Devontae still had a great game. Number two, as we said, riding the odd hand, even though he lost 42.72 for Justin Fields. He's starting to look much better. He's starting to come alive finally, and you love to see it. And now for our top score of the week. Is there any shock? 55.1, five touchdowns, four of them on the ground against my Panthers. I hated watching that, but you got to give credit where credit is due. Joe Mixon had an incredible game. Thank you, 55. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> really? 55.1 for Mixon. You know who I traded? Uh, uh, now four for Joe Mixon. Josh Jacobs. Josh, Josh Jacobs. And he has cooled off significantly. He had 11 points last week. Yeah. Joe Mixon had 55. And to finish Sorry, off the Luke. show. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. It's fine. <laughs> You're good. Yep. And to finish off the show, let's just run through the scores from last week. The Steelers were on a bye, so Dante unfortunately can't give an in-depth recap. No, it's fine. Do you, have, do you have any thoughts on not picking up a loss this week, Dante? The Steelers did not lose. This is the best feeling I've had since. This is the best feeling hey. I've had since our Buccaneers win. Hey, they didn't win, but they also didn't lose. There's did the key. It's the Steeler way. That's all that matters. Um, Panthers. I'm not going to go in depth for it. They just lost 42 to 21. Joe Mixon ran all over us. Baker did look good in the second half, though, and he got a touchdown to Tommy Tremble and Terrace Marshall. So I'm happy about that. Terrace Marshall's finally starting to make a name for himself. So, for the other games, actually, Luke, do you want to recap your Pats game real quick? There's really nothing to recap. 26 to 3 win. There's nothing to recap, except for the fact that. You guys got Frank Reich fired, so there's no. No, we got a coach fired. <laughs> we, we own the Colts. Matt Judon is Defensive Player of the Year. Um, leading sack, leading the <laughs> sacks counts. He had three sacks. Josh Uche had. Uche? Uche? I don't really know how to say it. They both have three sacks. Matt Judon has 11.5 sacks on the season. Nobody else has 10. So, give him the D play already, even though I know the NFL is going to pull something at the end of the year and give it to a bigger name who has a slightly worse season. 
Literally. TJ is still you, in play. You know how that feels. Oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> I remember um, that season TJ should have won. The NFL just said, Aaron Donald. Oh, dude. And that's how I know they'll give it to somebody other than Matt Judon. So I'm already preparing for disappointment. The NFL Defense Player of the Year. Is Dante it? Jackson. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm winning it. Yes. Um, it's yeah. also worth noting that the Steel, uh, Colts leading rusher in that game was their quarterback, who had five carries for 39 yards. Um, Philip Lindsay got a carry. One carry for two I, yards. Pro today. bowler. Did he really? Philip Lindsay yes. got cut today. Did he actually? Yes. Oh. So poor guy. There's been a lot of turnover in the I whole think, organization. I think Philip Lindsay's career is about done. The horrors of Matt Judon. Uh, anyway, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't even. I didn't. Even, I don't even, even. I didn't even watch the game. You don't need to elaborate any further. I knew we were going to win. I so I couldn't tell you how Mac Mac Jones played, but I'm sure he played. Probably not good, actually. But I'm sure he played fine. And uh, whatever we needed to do to take care of business, we did. So, as a complete team, huge W. But I will say, it just, it stinks. We beat, we we get a good win. I think, what are we? Are we 5-4 and four or 5-3? Five 5-4, and, five and four, I think. 5-4. Five and four. It It's not fun being in the best division in football. I'll just say that. <laughs> You're not wrong there. Because we're yep. still in fourth in our division. Yeah. You want me to run through the rest? Yeah. All right, I'll do it fast three-minute style. The Eagles got a big win, 29-17. They had to come back a little bit at the end. But Philadelphia beat Houston at least once last week, thank the Lord. Um, Packers got embarrassed by the Lions on the road, 15-9. Aaron Rodgers, what happened? Uh, What is going on with Green Bay? Uh, We don't know. Chargers got a very narrow win, 20-17 on the road against the Falcons. Uh, Not really a surprise there. The Jets pulling off the upset of the week, 17 to 20, they beat the Bills. Uh, Johnny got ice cream, as Dante likes to say best. Um, the Jets are now 6-3. and three. Who saw this coming? Not me. Johnny so. better enjoy it because the Jets play the Patriots soon. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Um, Vikings got a 20-17 win against the Commanders on the road. We already talked about the Panthers. Um, Raiders blew a 17-point lead. They lost 27-20 to against the Jaguars on the road. Dolphins got the very narrow 35-32 win in Soldier Field. Geno Smith continued to prove why he is the comeback player of the year. He beat the Cardinals 31-21 on the road. Tom Brady finally led a game-winning drive. He really needed that, and the Buccaneers beat the Rams 16-13 in a rematch from an NFC Divisional game last year. Uh, Chiefs came back in overtime to beat the Titans 20-17 on Sunday night, and the Ravens embarrassed the Saints 27-13 on Monday night football. That's your Week 9 Recap, and I believe that does it for us on episode number 8 of the Weekly Gridiron. Fantastic. Yeah, craziness today. Um, anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you guys next week. Luke, are we getting this one out on extra platforms? Yeah, I can do it. All right, so yeah, tell your friends to listen on, where are you going to put it, Apple Music? Apple, uh, or Apple Podcasts, sorry. Pretty much everywhere, if if everything goes to plan. If everything goes your Go to plan. Tell your friends to listen everywhere. If not tonight, definitely by Sunday. Or not at all. We'll find out. Especially because we have a special guest this week. Thanks again to Joe Sarab for coming on. Happy to have you here. And if you guys ever have guests you want to bring on yourselves, let let them come on. We love to have more involvement on the WG than just the three of us. Joey will for sure be back. Steelers by Joey will for sure be back. Luke, you can get a Pats fan in here if you want. The other night, I think I I got a Panthers fan back to you. I randomly, like, DM'd a bunch of, like, not like famous football people, but like 
you know, like those kind of insiders with like 50,000 followers, they might check their DMs, say, hey, we run a podcast. What yeah. do you think about that? And nobody answered, so <laughs> I'll, I'll just see if one of my friends wants to come on eventually. Okay. Let's get K Adams on here. Yeah, let's, let's get <laughs> W. Adam, let's get Nick Adams on here. Yeah, <laughs> the alpha male. Anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week, Adam, Dante, and, and Luke. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. What? Ah! Oh, Jesus Christ! Relax. <laughs> No, sorry, you're not going. <laughs> I'll just make a format for this week. We don't need to go crazy and take a picture. Take a picture of me, fuck it. Hold <laughs> right. well, on. I got to uh, save this real quick. I'll get a filter on. Wait, I got to... Uh... Okay, I got to filter. No, sorry. Is that still on? Ah! Here, I'll hold up Walter White in the background. <laughs> He's gonna that. Get Dante on Fuck off, yes I am. Five minutes. And it's just... Tell me, so I can do anything. Here, I'll just make a collage. Quick, sorry. What are we going to take one picture of everyone, Adam? Yeah. That'll work. Wait, hold on. Alright, oh, he took a picture of me, so I'm going to head out. Adam, you want to say something with Bernie? Oh, wait, Adam, can I borrow your glasses for mine? Here. <laughs> it's freaky. You look like, you look like a fucking leprechaun. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs>